This is the Iyer What Now podcast, in which Mary Thompson and Jerry Thompson explore Ayurvedic principles and make them easy to understand so that you can benefit from this amazing health science. We're glad you're here. In this podcast, we're going to talk about doshas and the importance of being in balance. Okay. Hi, this is Mary Thompson, and I'm here with my brother, Jerry Thompson, and we are Iyer What Now? And today we're going to talk about the doshas around us. And but before we do that, I want to say, hey, Jerry, how's it going? Oh, pretty good. It's nice to get to, uh, together again. And uh, yeah. yeah. Well, good. Did you have any things you wanted to say? I know usually you like to say a little bit about like what we covered last week or anything like that. Well, we got a, a, a brief introduction to the uh, doshas and the uh, um, groups of opposites, uh, um, the pairs of opposites. And uh, so that just to sort of summarize is uh, we were looking at the uh, Bata and what we were looking at was the elements air and uh, ether is what Bata has to do. And uh, we talked a lot about how different people had different doshas. So with Bata, they would be people that would oh, sort of be free flowing, different ideas bouncing in and out, sort of that would be the air and the ether effect of it. And then the uh, Beta uh, uh, Dasha uh, had the uh, elements fire and water and uh, had to do with uh, people were very focused and uh, had a lot of heat and energy and they would have, uh, they were very uh, often driven to be saying what uh, the, the thing, what their, their way is right and it's their, uh, they're very goal oriented and it was like their way or the highway. And there are a lot of what um, people that kind of get things done and, and they're very uh, focused, but single-minded. And the Kapha uh, dosha was uh, dealt with the elements of uh, earth and water. And uh, if they sort of think of them as sort of slow moving, maybe more uh, conservative and like um, you use the uh, example clay as the combination of uh, earth and water, basically sort of stable, want things to stay the way that they are, they're grounded. And, uh, and, and looking at that, that, how people are that way. And also there was a, a this little discussion as to how um, doshas aren't just people, it's the environment, it's what's happening around you all the time and uh, that you can look and interpret the uh, uh, way that a tree grows or how the uh, uh, things are happening through the uh, glasses of uh, doshas. And, and that's, that's uh, uh, mostly what I got out of the uh, lecture that we had last week. I think that's great. You think that was a really good summary of what's going on with the doshas. Mm -hmm. And today we're going to talk a little bit more about like the doshas are an, an energy that's around us as far as everything's impacted by the doshas. So okay. vata was that energy of movement. So everything that moves around us or everything that increases our movement or makes it more erratic is considered vata dosha. And everything, pitta's got more heat, intensity, transformation, like we said that with metabolism. So everything that makes us hotter or sharper or more focused is gonna be kind of linked with pitta dosha. Mm -hmm. And then kapha dosha is that quality of stability and stillness. So everything that kind of makes us more stable or still is kapha dosha. So we've mm -hmm. got these doshas, like you had done a great job summarizing how they, how they aspect in people. 
And then Mm -hmm. we also, everything in Ayurveda comes back down to the doshas. I should say everything comes back down to the doshas and the elements and those pairs of opposites. It always gets that way of understanding. So today, what I wanted to talk about a little bit was how we might see the doshas around us, but not in people and not in things, but more in movement, like the flow of time, or each of the doshas has a, a way in which they impact a time of day, a time of year, or a time of life. Mm-hmm. So I'll jump into time of day. Okay. Oh, I gotta, before I jump into that, I got to say, when we introduce them, we went vata to pitta to kapha, which is okay. the way you will usually find it in Ayurvedic texts. They'll always be saying vata to pitta to kapha. But really, kapha forms the foundation of things. Pitta then gets it going into you know productivity. And then vata is when it starts to kind of all break down and get more spacious. It doesn't have that production. So when I talk about these doshas today, I'm going to go in the order of kapha to pitta to vata, which is backwards from what we had done in our introduction okay. of the doshas. Okay, but, but I get the idea. And I think that does make sense that uh, you're starting with something solid and getting some energy behind it and then looking at it, uh, um, the impact that it has in, in more broad base. Mm-hmm. When we look at the time of day, morning time, like when you're waking up, is considered a kapha time of day. It's a time of day when we tend to have, everything feels a little bit heavier, we move slower, a little bit more kind of stuckness. Mm -hmm. The other thing you might notice in the morning is that you tend to do the same kinds of things in the morning. You tend to eat the same foods or you follow the same patterns and routines. So if you think of yourself in the morning, as opposed to say the afternoon, your afternoon, you may be any, I don't know what's going on. I'm all kinds of directions, but in the morning, I always get up at this time. I reach for that mm-hmm. cup of coffee or right. I have my breakfast and I always eat these same breakfast foods. So it's that stability in the routine that would kind of cue us in that this is a more kapha time of day. Mm-hmm. Um, so what does that mean? What does it mean for us? It means that this is a good time of day to work in some good self-care practices or routines that are really going to serve you go out for that walk in the morning or do some stretches or drink some water, you know, some things that are going to help you kind of towards your health goals. So, um, so trying to get behaviors in line that are repetitive, that, that are, are good. Right. Because we'll tend to really commit when we do something at this time of day, it sticks more mm-hmm. so than if we try to do something later on in the day. Um, whereas it, what some things that would challenge us at this time would be if we oversleep or if we don't have anything to do, we might find ourselves sitting in a chair and staring at the wall with nothing really to do because that stuckness, we want to kind of be proactive about not getting stuck in that kapha energy. So, um, what you're saying is that it's important to have a time that you get up and then a routine mm-hmm. that you follow. And right. if you don't have that, then things aren't as um, structured. And then it's a good time to put in good habits. Right. Because they'll stick. They'll they'll tend to, you get more stable with them. And Mm -hmm. I think of, you know, we can see that this is kind of a coffee time of day because what is it that everybody reaches for in the morning? You know, a cup of coffee. Uh, Coffee. It's like coffee. Yeah. (laughs) It's the opposite of coffee. Oh, <laughs> oh. Same, the same. It sounds the same, but yeah, it's yeah, um, okay. but coffee is going to give you that stimulation. 
So uh-huh. you come in, I always think, you know, you're walking over there, you're heavy and dull and you reach for that cup of coffee and it starts to wake yeah. you up because it has yeah. those sharp, hot qualities. Mm-hmm. And so not that, not that mm-hmm. I'm saying everyone should drink coffee in the morning, but saying that's why people drink coffee in the morning is because it's a coffee time of day and mm-hmm. they're trying to offset that heavy, dull quality of coffee dosha. Okay. I'm not sure if I'm following you. Is coffee then a good thing or a bad thing? You know, that's a tricky answer. It's always comes down. Ayurveda always has that question for whom, when, you know, it's like if I wake up and I'm, I'm agitated, I'm anxious and I'm already, you know, nervous about my day, probably not so good a thing. Mm -hmm. But if this, but if I'm going to drink coffee, this is the time of day to do it. Okay. And so it's going to be in the morning. Ayurveda, some texts will go like between six and 10 a.m., I don't like to be so specific, although I'm going to tell you the times. I don't mm-hmm. like to be so specific because it changes as the seasons change. Sure. In the springtime, it's going to be a little bit earlier. In the wintertime, a little bit later. But it's kind of like that time when you wake up in the morning. You're stepping mm-hmm. into coffee time. Mm-hmm. So in order to maximize that, you want to bring in routines that serve you. And you might do things that stimulate respiration. That could be taking a walk or it could be jumping in a shower or something that's going to get you moving. Okay. It'd be really good. And then we go to Pitta. So you've taken all that time in the morning to get your day set. That's the foundational mm-hmm. time in Kapha. That's and now you're going to work. Maybe read the newspaper, mm-hmm. you know, went on the internet to see what's happening. Right. Or just sort of get connected. Right. So you do those things. And that's, oh, that word connection. That's great because Kapha is about relationships. So usually we check in with people, the people in our lives. We want to see how they're doing. Mm-hmm. I always joke like at the beginning of the workday in, in an office, that first hour is more about checking in with people and more kapha relationship orientation than it is about really getting the work done. Mm-hmm. But then that first work business of the day kind of hits in at 10 o'clock. Now you got to hit the ground running. You've got stuff to get done. You might have reviewed right. your you might have reviewed your to-do list before that, but now you're doing the to-do list. So now you're getting goal-oriented. You've got mm-hmm. tasks to uh, follow up on, and they change from day to day. Mm-hmm. Right. And PIT is all about getting stuff done, seeing what mm-hmm. needs to be done and addressing it. And so Pitta natures or Pitta dosha is what's relevant during this 10 o'clock till 2 o'clock, 10 a.m. to about 2 p.m. Mm-hmm. Again, to be, it's not quite that set, but to be a little bit specific with it. So that's when you get work done. And that's the time to... For what I really consider, this is the best time for your main meal of the day when you have all that energy, or that I shouldn't say all the energy, when you need the energy for the work you're going to do. Mm-hmm. So in the US, we kind of have our big meal in the evening, and it's almost like we're spending money and then paying ourselves back. We're spending mm-hmm. our energy and then paying ourselves back to feed it. And Ayurveda is more about what if you fed yourself first and then did the things that needed the energy? Mm-hmm. Um, this is a good time of day for it because you have that heat of pitta, that transformational quality, digestion, metabolism that's going to be uh, going at that time as well. Okay. Now, if the food's too heavy or too dense, then I might feel sluggish and sleepy. So I might have to moderate that a little bit. But this mm-hmm. is so look at this is a good time of day for getting work done and eating. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Because those are things that Pitta Dosha really does well. Um, this would be not so great a time of day for exercise because you've already got a lot of heat 
going on in the digestion and you've got a lot of heat going on with the work. So Ayurveda looks at kapha time when I have all that stability is a really good time for exercise. This okay. time of day is really good for work. Hmm. Okay, so, so um, work not, not being uh, strenuous. <laughs> oh, not being physical work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, you know, and it's, it's kind of hard because some people, I mean, you don't always have choices. Yeah. yeah. Say, say if you're it, a carpenter, you're, you're going to be uh, more likely working hard all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And so as a carpenter, if I was a carpenter or I'm a laborer of some sort, then I'm going to be concerned, like during 10 to two, I want to stay really cool. I want to keep myself really well hydrated, or I want my foods to be cooling foods so that I offset this heating quality of pitta dosha. Okay. So we went from waking till about 10 AM. We were in that kapha time. And then we went from 10 o'clock till about 2 PM. We were in the pitta time when we're, we're going to find ourselves it's easier to focus. Mm-hmm. It's easier to, to take care of those tasks we got to do, easier to delegate, easier to kind of lead at that time than it would have been, say, in the kapha, kapha time period of the day. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, vata's coming. <laughs> and so yeah. two o'clock till six o'clock, we move into that vata time of day. Mm-hmm. And vata's all about like air and ether, right? Mm-hmm. Have you, you might have this experience. I know I do. Come three, three thirty, boom! I just crash. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like all that work that you did, all that energy you spent in the ten to two. Now mm-hmm. the vata just kind of takes it and it's dissipated. You just don't have the strength or the energy. So there's that kind of okay. three o'clock slump. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm probably closer to two, but I'll go with. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that's right on target, though. Coming into vata yeah, time, yeah. so I mm-hmm. tend to be a little bit later, but. Um, they're just carrying more of the, the heat into it. Mm-hmm. So looking at that during what's this time of day is driven more by vata dosha. And so like between two o'clock and six o'clock, this is a better time earlier on to rest in some way. Now, maybe I think we've established that you and I are nappers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> so, like, yeah. so maybe that's taking a, you know, a 20 minute little power nap. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just resting, sitting, listening to some music, reading a book, Uh, Maybe it's going for a walk, you know, doing something that's not strenuous, but -hmm. allows you to kind of relax in your body and Mm -hmm. to kind of be back in touch with, with what's going on with your body. Cause the ether quality, remember that was really diffusive. It was really um, thin and kind of hard to pin down. So you can kind of get distracted. It might be harder to focus at this time because Mm -hmm. of Vata Dosha. Uh, you might feel overwhelmed or anxious, which are kind of qualities of vata dosha. So the energetic, so what's positive about this time of day? This is great for problem solving and for planning and for doing some, having some kind of creative outlet because pitta tends to be very straightforward and very focused. When it's looking at solving a problem, it wants to do the most efficient thing and it's, you know, it's going to have a way it sees to get through it. Whereas vata dosha is much more um, etheric. They're going to be much more likely to think about the bigger picture of things. And they'll come up with new and creative ways outside the box thinking. So if I was looking at planning my work day, I'd want the morning time during that kapha time to be kind of for planning and foundational. What is it I've got to get done today? I make that list. Then I go into pitta time and I get the list done. 
Mm-hmm. When I move into Vata time, I start thinking forward about, and now what? What am I going mm-hmm. to do now? What's the next step? And I can get creative now about what do I want to do? Yeah, recreation or mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Okay. Right. And again, it's it's hard because I remember reading a book one time where the, the author was an Ayurvedic book, of course, but the author was saying, you know, the best time, the optimal, optimal life is you just take care of yourself until 10 o'clock, you work from 10 to 2, and then you get to kind of play <laughs> from mm. 2 to 6. And I thought, well, that's great. <laughs> that's- well- <laughs> and, then, and then six it, you aren't going to bed at six right <laughs> yeah so well, yeah because at six o'clock is a second kapha time oh and oh, so I, now, I didn't see that coming <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh before i leave vata time completely so yeah. ayurveda would recommend that if you're going to eat now imagine you had your big meal between 10 and 2 mm-hmm. then you would have your dinner your supplementary meal sometime before six, before the sun went down. And so Ayurveda is a big fan. It's so funny because so many people are talking now about intermittent fasting Mm -hmm. and Ayurveda is kind of the original intermittent fasting is they would advise you eat during Pitta time between 10 and 10 and one. And then again, before Vata time ended before six. So Mm -hmm. a little eight hour window there. But I've always had people say, what does Ayurveda say of intermittent fasting? I said, well, they call it dining. Yeah, (laughs) that you don't have that but our we tend to skew our clock a little bit and i think before we started today's podcast you and i were talking about like the 40-hour work week Mm -hmm. and how um when you step away from a 40-hour work week it's hard to imagine how people get their lives done when they're working for 40 hours during the week yeah and so it's it's kind of like even talking about these times of day it might be a little bit like yeah i could never Mm-hmm. Um, because we don't always have the freedom to do the things that we want to do in these time periods, but we can start to see if I offset, if I'm working with the doshas, I will go through those time periods a little bit more easily. So during that, you know, how could we eat before six, if we're working from nine to five, it gets mm-hmm. problematic. Right. Um, but so it's like saying, oh, during that Vata time, I need to bring in some earth element. I need to nourish myself so that I offset that kind of air and ether quality of vata. And then we go back into another kapha time at six. Um, So they're always going like the doshas just move in a cycle, kapha to pitta to vata, kapha to pitta to vata. Um, And so what do you do during the kapha time? Well, this is a time when you get to, kapha is all about relationship. They're all about social. They're all about kind of self-care as well. It's how you make more stability in your life. Mm -hmm. So this is a great time for kind of connecting with family. It could be a good time for anchoring in doing some like going into recreational activities that might be a little bit more sedate. You know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's always interesting to me for people that are into like club scenes and things like that. Like if you go before 10 o'clock, nothing's going on, you know, that's Mm -hmm. coffee time. And so you're still kind of setting the stage for what's the evening going to be like, or what am I going to do? If in the morning time of kapha, we're getting ready for the coming day, in the evening time of kapha, we're getting ready to have a good night's sleep. Okay. And so like going back to the club idea, so 10 o'clock at night is when my second pitta time starts. And now all the activity peaks. And Mm -hmm. at two o'clock when they're getting into vata time, everything shuts back down because now we're tired. (laughs) 
But no, Ayurveda yeah. doesn't want you to do that. Ayurveda says, no, nah, I'm going to bed like that. Uh, yeah. 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 I, I, I don't see myself being up much after 10 o'clock anymore. No, Ayurveda <laughs> doesn't want you to be. But I okay. think when, when people are younger and they're still into that mm-hmm. kind of activity, yeah. um, what I think is very interesting is I will notice at 10 p.m., I can tell you when it's 10 o'clock because mm-hmm. I start to get hungry or I want to start working on something. Yeah, like yeah. those are two kind of hallmarks of pitta dosha is the mm-hmm. appetite and the drive to get something done to do some kind of work. Right. And I, so this six o'clock to 10 o'clock time is the kapha dosha secondary. It's the evening kapha dosha. And mm-hmm. it's a time for self-care. It's a time to consider, you know, relationship and have kind of social time and then off to bed. Now, I, I've heard this and, and maybe I'm getting too much off track. But before there was electric light and you were dependent upon uh, the sun, typically people would follow the cycle of the uh, sun. And of course, during the winter, you wouldn't really sleep that much. And then a lot of times people would sleep for about four or five hours. They'd wake up, maybe light a candle and do some reading or just some meditation or something, and then go back to sleep and have uh, a space in there. Uh, I don't know if you've heard that before. But, um, I haven't. It's it's interesting because I wonder about that. Uh-huh. It's I I would think like mammals. A lot of mammals hibernate in the winter, yeah. and so they're yeah. kind of down. I don't like know that, why you'd wake. Uh, yeah, I, I I know that I I have that cycle, and it, more than once when I'm awake and I can't know everything, and I'll just sort of gaze through uh, different things on online, and and I'll see that. Uh, something like that twice. I've seen that with uh, oh, article written by that. Uh, Benjamin Franklin was one person that thought that it was a, a, a common time for um, to get things done because everything else is so uh, uh, peaceful that he he would have he wouldn't have any inter- interruptions. That's really interesting because Ayurveda would look at it and say, you know, maybe between ten and two, because mm-hmm. that's your second pitta time. What yeah. I often find people tell me is like they'll be up till midnight or one o'clock because they got busy doing something. They were working on something. And so that kind of kept them from going to sleep. And then they got more tired at two when Vata time hit. But Mm -hmm. also when people go to sleep at 10, if they're going to wake up, it might be during that Vata time between two and four Mm -hmm. when, when there's a lot of Vata and there's a lot of lightness. And so they tend not to be able to sleep really deeply. Mm -hmm. And, um, I've been having that the last couple of days. And so I don't know if it's more a light thing or if it has to do with, with other factors. Now, when you're saying light, you mean that oh, uh, uh, you're going through a sleep cycle and then you're uh, um, in REM sleep where you're, you're not really deeply sleeping. Is that, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I wonder if I'm somehow, if that's a part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is an interesting thing. Like as an Ayurvedic practitioner, if someone told me they were having any kind of trouble sleeping at all, then I might ask them, well, what, you know, what time would that be? You know? And so if they mm-hmm. tell me they wake up between like midnight and two, that's still in the pitta time of the night. And mm-hmm. so I might look and say, how are they creating excess pitta dosha that's causing a problem then? Mm-hmm. If someone tells me they're waking up between two and four or sometime between two and six, then I look at, oh, where is Vata playing a role here? Because mm-hmm. what we're going to come to understand as we go further into this it's like there are foods that I might do that might increase kapha, pitta, or vata, or there are activities I might engage in that might increase vata, pitta, or kapha. Mm-hmm. So I can yeah. look at those and, and adjust um, 
accordingly. Hmm. So with this, um, I want to go into the secondary pitta time, which went from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. And this time, mm -hmm. like I said, I'll notice it because my appetite comes up or I want to get something done. And so Ayurveda basically advises, so that's why you want to be in bed by about 10. Mm -hmm. Because if you're in bed by 10, this can happen and your body, you're not going to be affected by it. This is the time of day when the internal organs are going to get through some of their self, their self cleansing that they've got to do while we're sleeping. Okay. And then, um, and then of course at two o'clock, we're going to go back into Vata time. It's our last Vata time of the day from 2 PM, 2 PM, 2 AM to 6 AM. Okay. And you might notice, you might watch your dreams to see mm -hmm. what the impact of Vata dosha is here. Usually between 10 p.m. and 2 a.m., you have what they call those day residue dreams where you're still resolving situations that came up that day. If you're talking mm -hmm. to somebody that you had talked to that day or, or you're taking care of business. And then between two and six are the fantastical Vata dreams. Maybe you're flying or you're. Yeah, yeah. I, I, mean, I was thinking that dreams would be really Vata because yeah, you're mm -hmm. all over the place. Mm -hmm. A lot of things shift around and change. And so you have more dreams during this 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. time. Mm -hmm. For people that meditate, 4 a.m. is considered the optimal meditation time mm -hmm. right there in the middle. And that might be these people getting up and, and lighting a candle too. Mm -hmm. um, or they might be going online. But <laughs> <laughs> they're uh, looking for some, they feel that kind of lightness, that mm -hmm. uh, you know, kind of disconnect from their physical world. And so they can go in more easily into meditation at that time. Mm -hmm. Now, from an Ayurvedic perspective, they kind of say, you don't want to sleep during the nighttime pitta and vata times. So you're sleeping from 10 to 2, and then from 2 to 6 a.m. I know some people that will get up very early and meditate. Some of them go back to sleep and come up, mm -hmm. wake up later. But it's kind of like if you're sleeping from 10 to 6, you're not even aware of all the pitta and vata stuff that's happening because most of that's happening internally. You might notice mm -hmm. it in your dreams, though. And then if you have a disturbance in sleep, then you might use these times to identify what dosha is pushing it. Mm, okay. And then as we yeah. go further, we'll figure out how to identify, how am I creating that? What did I do to create that? Okay. Okay. So, so you're looking at that the, the doshas are kind of determined by the time of day and, and how it's affecting your um, response to it. Is that what you're saying? Um, I would only change the word determined. I would say the doshas could be identified during a time okay. of day and by seeing what qualities are there. Like in the morning, it's more heavy and there's, mm -hmm. we feel a little bit dull. We might feel kind of sluggish and slow. And that's all. Those are all kapha qualities. Okay. During, during the 10 to 2 o'clock time, we feel kind of sharp and active. We mm -hmm. want to get something done. And those are more of the pitta qualities. And in the afternoon, we're going to feel probably a little bit more, not disconnected, but a little bit more scattered, a little bit more creative, mm -hmm. a little bit lighter. We don't feel uh, an intensity of focus. Okay. And so, so that's uh, going to be more of the vata. Yeah. So say if you had somewhere where you had to be at uh, uh, eight o'clock in the morning, mm -hmm. uh, so you, you might jump right into PETA because, oh, I got to get in the car. I got to get moving. I got to get you know dressed. I, I can't stop to think or mm -hmm. you can get a cup of coffee. I got to get going. And you might be someplace where now you've got to wait because it was a doctor's appointment and you're sitting in the waiting room and you might slip back into kapha figuring, well, I've got nothing to do but sit and uh, wait until my turn comes up. 
yeah. uh, or something like that. So I mean, it's it's uh, it's both the environment as well as uh, uh, um, your own response to it. Right. So we've got like we can't change what time of day it is. So that's going to happen, but we can mm -hmm. change what we're doing during that time. So I always think right. of like if I don't wake up by six a.m then the further it gets into coffee time, kind of the harder it is to wake up. Mm -hmm. And so I find myself like if I'm going, well, also I guess motivation. If I'm going on a trip and I got to get up at four, I might go to bed at midnight thinking, oh, there's no way I'm waking up at four. It's never going to mm -hmm. happen. Mm -hmm. But I'm so excited about the trip that I'm going to jump out of bed and I'm going to go out the door and it's going to be fine. Um, and that coffee might hit me later. Mm -hmm. But well, um, yeah. Sleeping in tends to create more cuff in our minds. But then you're right that when you you get up and you've got something you have to do, whether it's a vata fun thing or it's a pitta work thing or yeah. pitta responsibility thing, <laughs> as you can say, you know, that that motivate the dosha, the pitta or the vata is going to motivate us to move through differently through okay. this time of day. Mm -hmm. So the doshas show up in a lot of different ways. And I'm going to, I'm going to hold off there. Cause I, we've gone a half hour just about. Oh, that mm, goes right by probably 20, 20 to 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. And so the doshas show up in a lot of different ways. And the one we're focusing on right now is identifying the dosha in time. Mm -hmm. What times a day also to, we can recognize how that dosha impacts us. Kapha makes mm -hmm. all of us feel heavier, duller, more lethargic. Mm -hmm. Pitta makes all of us feel sharper, uh, kind of better able to get something done. And Vata makes all of us feel a little bit lighter and scattered and more creative. And so we can begin to notice those shifts that occur in ourselves as we move through the day and the doshic energy around us shifts as well. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, so so I guess uh, um, what I'm hearing is that uh, doshas are kind of involved in everything, and and it's good to be aware of how uh, you're you you try to maintain some kind of balance, uh, uh, and and how the uh, dosha impacts that uh, maintaining that balance, so that you are getting the best out of life. So it, 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 it seems great. like. The, yeah. Okay. Good deal. So I'm, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting a handle on it. <laughs> I love hearing that because I think if you're getting a handle on it, then our listeners will be as well. well I and hope so. I hope they're <laughs> hanging in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, thanks everybody for listening. We're going to come back next time and talk about the seasons of the year and probably times of life too, because the first part is recognizing that the doshas move pretty much through kapha to pitta to vata. And we're going to see that pattern again in the seasons of the year, as well as in the times of our lives. Okay. So I look forward to that. Yeah. And I just want to thank you, Jerry, for being here and talking to me. This is really fun. Yeah, I love it. Uh -huh. Good. Okay. So, so we're signing off. This is Mary Thompson and Jerry Thompson wishing you good health. Mm -hmm. I know. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit our Patreon at patreon.com slash iyourwhatnow. You can always find us for free wherever you find your podcasts. And remember to subscribe so you'll have access to the latest episodes. We're glad you're here.